It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The sink in that downstairs bathroom is weirdly at kind of knee height. And the taps are too close to the thing, you can't get your hand under it, and they don't run to any sort of temperature, and it often blocks. I mean, it... <laughs> you rolling? Esther's farted. <laughs> did we whoopee cushion go in last week's podcast? Did we talk about it? We talked about it at the beginning. Did it go in? It no, the sound in. of the whoopee cushion didn't go in, but with the So this week, you nailed it. Go back to last week and edit that in. That was terrific. You see, that is the level of humour you get. Giles Corrin has no idea, but he knows how to lay a whoopee cushion. <laughs> it's true, you know how to plant a whoopee cushion. Sound today for his last ever day at junior school. Wasn't that emotional because he's only been at that one for a year, but they were all looking a bit emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you've been there since reception. Yeah. Super emotional. I I tell you what, I feel I feel for the kids who are isolating, who are at home off school missing the end of term. I think it's just so sad. But and why is everyone suddenly isolating? I mean, I don't want to make light of the pandemic. It's terrible, terribly sad, and everyone died. But I mean so, so look, Waity Katie, what's her name? Kate Middleton. She's now isolating because she went to Wimbledon. I don't really understand. Because it's the... a farce and it makes no sense. It's, it is. And very, very similar, slightly higher level of sport. My fives was cancelled on Monday. My old man fives, the Monday nights with a K, uh, who play on Monday nights. Uh, fuck off, both of you. That's very important, high level fives. And they had, they had to isolate, not least Monday because... Monday nights <laughs> with a K! Nights <laughs> in... Raggedy sports kits. It, it's not raggedy. When a public schoolboy plays sport, he plays in day clothes that are no longer... Yes, I think you take it a little bit too far. Do you see? Do you think yes, so? I think you do. I my your old jigsaw summer suit. Your in- <laughs> from the 1984... My Agnes B. Linen trousers. I just, just cut them cut, off at the cut knee. cut off at the knee. That's what you, With gardening gloves and Spanish desert boots. Your, exactly. Your insistence for a long time to use as your sports kit my floral oilskin Kath Kidston weekend bag I just couldn't really take now I'm finally confident in my sexuality so you're using a cardo bag like everybody else no no, but I've taken the flowery bag to see who's going to say something nobody does they all go nice bag because the world has changed and for the better and the point is I want to turn this back to the thing is because my fives was cancelled but admittedly you have to isolate because they're all 90 so they'd all die but still one of them got got pinged cancelled cricket 
ping, cancelled. I've had so many things not happening, and it's 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 such horseshit. And now they can't. They're deciding, aren't they? Whether in the papers today, whether they, they're going to stop the thing of having to isolate, but they're waiting to the middle of August. Yes, it's now. I mean, everyone's isolating because the, the because COVID cases in, in younger people are just going through the roof. It's something like six and a half hundred, you know, six hundred and six and a half hundred. <laughs> yeah, six hundred and fifty thousand pupils off school at the moment. This sort of this week. All missing week. their last day because all missing their last day and the last week and whatever meager jollity the schools are allowed to put on, they're missing it all, and it's re- and it's really tragic. And my heart goes out to them. And all. so it all ties in rather column wise. Whether I want to really do it and just leave, I could leave it to the more the more. I don't want to use the word boring some other word columnists to do mm. that but since the announcement that it's going to be up to you whether you wear a mask the, the drawing up of the battle lines on twitter has made and social media generally because you see it and even though you're not on twitter don't you has made the social media even less tolerable than it has been they invented virtue signaling as a thing a couple of years ago now they've got this thing which is the virtue signal the mask and it's now the battle nobody is halfway Everybody is either rip it up and to the Julia Hartley Brewer, the uh, the Toby Young, the Delling Pole, the, or even by describing their names, you're saying freedom. You're saying that they're all nutters with yeah. woed faces, but still, they're, they're <laughs> all going like just the mask burners are all uh, cocker, and they're and they're all saying got to got to open up, got to save the economy. But that's them. And then there's the ones I'm going to keep on wearing the mask, and all the ones who think it's not about money, uh, uh, and and they all and they're all all the comedians and people they're all making this because they're all. Well, the BBC comedians anyway it's all the mask you wear the mask to protect other people I will be wearing my mask I don't care I'll be wearing it forever and it is now there's no middle ground everyone is so absolutely certain either that they'll never wear a mask again or that they're going to always wear it forever and I, I find it weird because surely both of those polls those, those polarities are ones that should exist within your mind like Brexit it's become like Brexit surely Brexit the reason it was 50-50 is because we all thought well maybe it's a good yeah, idea right, maybe it's exactly. not a good idea I don't know and that's why it came out of 50-50 same thing with masks I think yeah get rid of all of this shit it's ridiculous we just get back get the economy back on track let's all go out and have a you know it doesn't it doesn't kill you anymore so let's get out there and, uh, although I also think I don't want another lockdown maybe we should all wear them for a bit that's what you should think you should think both and yet everybody thinks one or the other the problem with mask wearing is that so few people do it properly now as to render it just kind of faintly pointless. I was in a restaurant the other day and it was, it was really, really small and there wasn't that much room. And I was sitting right next to the person I was eating with who I didn't really know because she'd won me in a competition. Poor woman. Uh, and I was, and I, we were eating close to it. Second prize, Yay! two lunches with Giles. Hey, fuck you! Uh, and then, and it was quite a nice restaurant. And um, and then, the, and then the waitress came, and she had to squeeze right in by. So yeah. she was touching me. She was literally touching me, which in former times was a thing you were kind of hoping might happen in a restaurant. But in this occasion, she was touching me, and it was a Greek restaurant. And she said, "I don't even know what the economy yakis." And I went, "What was that? What did the economy with yakis?" I go, and then she pulls down the mask. Yeah. And next says it to me, and like quite yeah. a bit of spit goes in my eye, and then she puts the mask back on, and you think, hmm, I'm not sure. This is like there's that. This is this is this is this is bollocks. Because I was went to the football yesterday, so for just for for clarity, which game was that? This was well, I went to Italy, Spain. This is this is Wednesday morning, so the England game is tonight. Producer Ben is in uh, his uh, England, England shirt, shirt, lovely lovely red England shirt. But you have to you have to. Can you Ben? You're going to have to go sing one line of it. Football's coming home. 
No, don't make him do that. <laughs> it's coming home. So last night at the football, it was... There's so much to say about it, but I went to the France-Italy game. It was brilliant. Penalty shootout, went with Sam, went with his best friend, his I do dad. believe you went to the Spain-Italy game, not the France-Italy I've been calling game. it the France-Italy game all the time. I can't really tell those countries apart. In fact, I was I was spent a lot of time after my... Spoken like a true Brexiteer. After my fifth pint of Heineken uh, at the game, I was sitting there trying to think whether Spain and Italy had a border. And obviously they don't, but because there's France between them. Yeah. But And I was thinking how funny it was, because you think of France being... Like they're increment, they they become increasingly Mediterranean. There's the French who are a bit like us. Then the Spanish who are a bit more Mediterranean. And then are the Italians, and they're very, very. <laughs> and I thought, how weird you would have thought it would go France, Spain, Italy in terms of this was the thought I was having. Not really paying I attention. I see what to you football. mean. You have discounted the south of France, but they're all very Mediterranean. Yeah, but are they in between Spain and Italy? No. Yes. I'd have said a Spaniard was halfway to an, an well, Italian. Well, well, how many people from northern Spain have you ever met? What the Pyrenees? Well, Milan, the Milanese are not... Did you say big. Spain or Italy? I said... You said the north of Spain. And I, you mean the no, Mil- Milan isn't in Spain. It's not in it? the north of Spain, Madrid's no. Madrid's in Spain, in the north. It is, it is. It takes just... Valencia. I do hope they, don't, they, they send their children back from school again, because you can take the geography lessons. You did a geography A-level, didn't you? That was good. Geography's... Have you ever met anyone from northern Spain, like Milan? <laughs> that was a bit embarrassing, actually. No, it's fine. It wasn't embarrassing. Yeah. Ben loves you, so he'll just go back and put in Spain where, where it's to make me look stupid. So anyway, no, it's about the football. So, yeah, so, they were, so they were, was, there were so many things to say about it. But first of all, there were quite a lot of England fans. So every now and again, when the match got boring between the Spanish, the, the Spanish and the Italians, there, there were suddenly these outbursts of, it's coming home, it's coming. And at the bar at halftime, everyone's queuing up for the pints. And there, there's a lot of sort of, there, lots of people in, 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 this, in Spanish and Italian kit, but they're all, you think they're all Spanish and Italian. And then they all go, it's coming home, it's coming. And then what was interesting in the ground, the, French, the Spanish and the Italian fans all boo it. They boo the song because basically everyone is playing for the right to play England because we'll play Denmark tonight. And although it hasn't happened, it'll be 3 0, 4 0, 5 0. And so the England fans were like sleeper fans. So they keep going, it's coming home. It's coming. And then the Italians and Spaniards together, Ooh! like that because they hate all the English fans. It's quite interesting. But what was I'm it? sure it's not that they hate the English fans. It's probably more it's that game, like, like, like shut up. Yeah. I know it's Wembley, but I would I sort of feel faint in the same way. So, um, but what was interesting? Yeah, was that was the second big, and this ties into the fact that we're about to open up the borders, and they're talking in the papers today about the PCR tests and how there'll be different lanes that he throw for people to come in. Yeah. you can come back. It'll go green by July the nineteenth. We'll be able to go to front. All the testing will be rigorous, and I'm saying, will it? my arse because I've been to two events the, the England One Day International against Sri Lanka and the Euro semi-final and in both occasions it told me if you one of them I wasn't double vaxxed yet so I got the lateral flow test got it on the app last night's one I had the double vax. Remus, my friend, wasn't double vaxxed. So he had gone to, gone and got the flow test, put it in the thing okay. you have to take a photo of it in case you lose 4G shirt to them all mm. of these things got there on both occasions yeah we don't care mate I said, oh, I've just got the vaccine. Yeah, mate, no one cares. No one cares. Through you come, through you come. And I think they're just, that's going to be the same at the borders. They make you go through all that stuff and they're working on the principle that 80% of people will do it and 20% of people yeah. will, 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 will just go, yeah, whatever. And they will not test at all. Yes, they are. The, in, in, uh, yes, they have to, yeah. Is that a column? I don't know. No, it's just me wibbling on because I'm tired because I didn't get home. Okay, fine. Can I present you with, with an actual column there? Yeah. Edward Lear's Undiscovered Limerick. Now, this is, by Saturday, this is going to be an old story. Is it? But, okay, so let me tell you what the story is. Yeah. 
This is a story from yesterday. It was a discovery. There was a young man called Lear. Yes. The only rhyme is queer, and then you get into a whole culture yeah, wars thing. So exactly. just forget it. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Beer. Let me tell you. When what, he'd had a. Let me tell of you beers. what the story is. Let me tell you what the story is. Yeah. Okay. The discovery. It better end with me writing limericks. I'm going to kill you. If okay. You don't just, speak. Yeah. Um, there was a young woman called Esther. Sorry. <laughs> a producer from the best country called Ben. I hate you. Laid an egg. When we get divorced, I'm going to cite this as one of the reasons of your unreasonable behaviour. But I think in divorces, unreasonable behaviour is like way worse than just being a bit (laughs) annoying. He kept trying to say limericks. Yeah. Fucker says, Fiona Shackleton is up there. I put it to you, my lord. Oh my God, wouldn't it be great to have Fiona Shackleton as your divorce lawyer? You would just go in there going, everything's going to be fine. Okay. A wonderful lawyer called Shackleton. Fuck, that's, that's a rod from my back. There was an undiscovered Edward Lear limerick found by a University of Nottingham PhD, PhD student called Amy Wilcoxon. A PhD student called Amy? Amy Wilcoxon. In the British Library. Okay, she was Found sifting. her work a little bit lamey. She, she was went si- to the loo to do a big poo. Do you know what? This is such a uniquely Westminster boy thing to do. I remember being at school and trying to talk to someone about something and they would do this and it was absolutely dementing. Okay, I promise I won't. Are you going to shut up now? Are you going to shut up? Okay. Tell me the story. Quick, go. I mean, not quick, in your own time. She noticed, while she was sifting through some manuscripts that were donated to the British Library, I don't know, 50 years ago or whatever, she noticed some pages written by Lear to a young English woman that he had befriended in Italy. Okay, do you want to hear, I keep saying okay, it's, I've got a really annoying verbal tick of going okay, like Mr, what's it, in well, South Park, okay, okay. okay. You've also it. got a story where a writer of Victorian nonsense stuff befriended a young woman in Italy, which is all for me, it's just like, She was whoa. the daughter of a hosiery merchant, I think it, I feel, faint, feel it's faintly creepy. A hosiery merchant? A hosiery merchant, so he sold, Smith. sold tights. Sold tights to Yeah. So he so Edward Lear met some met the heiress to a tights factory and wrote her a weird poem, which I'm going to read to you now. So basically this, this woman doing her research in the British Library found some per, limericks new limericks by Lear. Yeah, exactly. That she thought one new, new limerick. Right. And it goes like this. There was an old man on a bicycle. Oh, that's going to make life hard. That is hard. That is a, you've got to find yeah, bicycle whose difficult. Whose nose line. was adorned with an icicle? But they said, if you stop, it will certainly drop and abolish both you and your bicycle. Ah, you see, the famous actually all Edward Lear limericks are shit. For example, there was a young man from Quebec who was frozen in snow to his neck when asked, is it hot? He replied, no, it's not. That curious man from Quebec. Mm. Fuck off. He's done such good AABB rhyme scheme. The whole thing, you've got to kill it with the fit. All Edward Lear's ones, he just, he's all, all he's managed to do there is prove that bicycle rhymes with bicycle. And icicle. But everyone's got very excited about it. An icicle, anyway, well, is... You know what? They actually sort of have... Ricicle. They I... didn't have ricicles then. That's what I'd have done. I'd have gone with ricicle. I thought the papers today would be full of... Uh, no, no one's touched it. Because I think basically everyone knows that Edward Lear's crap. Because it was all big on the BBC yesterday. They did the story. They interviewed the woman. She's actually doing research into a little-known Scottish romantic poet. And was... and But came across this Edward Lear stuff. And now she goes back to do her normal research. And this was just by chance. Lucky but yeah. Um, so, but as we've seen in the last five, ten minutes, you're quite good at limericks. Limericks also remind me of Matilda. I really, I'm probably the only person in the world who really doesn't like 
the book Matilda. I really, really, really don't like that book. On reading it as an adult, Mat- he- an old anti-Semite Ugh. called Roald, and he's just so- hated Jews from when he was young to when he was old. Yeah, those big-nosed. Anyway, yeah, okay. I don't like Roald Dahl because he's an anti-Semite. I don't. I don't like Matilda, and she makes one. One of the scenes in Matilda, she stands up and she makes up this limerick. Right. And she's just so precocious and nauseating. I just really can't stand her. Anyway, um, but you're quite good at uh, rhyming and limericks. You know I love it when you write Can you remember poems. who Stephen Norris was? Shagger Norris? Yeah. Do you remember Shagger Norris? Yeah, Do you remember yeah. Shagger Norris, Ben? He was Baby. a big Tory. Because he would write. Cause I, so, for, for example, there was a young Royster called Boris uh, who had a strong taste for a Doris. His desire for a bird was completely absurd. The randiest Tory since Norris, but it's it's not very funny because no one will remember. Yeah, they will. Will they remember him? Well, I think I, th- I think I think you're mistaking your your times demographic for being several centuries younger than they actually are. Oh, they'll be so old. They actually, my friend Edward Lear told yeah. me a limerick in 1892. My, my godson Edward Lear. <laughs> There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have you seen Gareth Southgate's Elizabethan Manor House? I have. It's amazing. Yes, I don't understand. What do you mean you don't understand? Well, he's a footballer. He's common. 
What would you want a castle for? What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, you mean only footballers? Yeah. Only? Through the keyhole of Gareth's ghostly haunt. Look at that. It's got an original, it's got a medieval knot garden. There's never been anything more common than a medieval knot garden, even was... in medieval times. <laughs> it was literally only footballers who had them. Yeah. And they were the only people who got painted by Holbein. Oh, it's another fucking footballer. Yeah. Um, I mean... But where's the hot tub? Where's the 29... Nouveau million... Riche is not a new thing. It's, no. it's always been around. Uh, yes. So what are you saying about you, you're quite fancy... Get, I mean, or are you wondering how he's got that much money? I think it was... The, I think the, the I pizza think, ad. I think the pizza hut yeah. adverts bought that. Also, it is in Yorkshire, so it probably costs about one pound. Yeah, it's, oh, it's very nice. Did it ever go there? I What's his Yorkshire connection? Um, well, Yorkshire's a, Yorkshire's got some lovely... Shopping towns in it for the missus. Is it? Yeah. Harrogate. Yeah, Harrogate, lovely. You go to Betty's for tea. Yeah. Um, shows how much we know about the North of England. Okay, fine. I just wanted to say, have you seen Gareth's massive? House? I saw his house, and I and I think it's absolutely lovely. And I think that I can't think of anyone who deserves it more than Gareth Southgate, who I love. I love him too, but I just imagine that like sort of Harry Kane or Marcus Rashford look at it and go, "What? It's well old, man. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got that house for? <laughs> Knock it down, guy. They just they sort of." It's a bit, when I say doing that voice, that's not how Harry Kane speaks. If I could do impersonations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's an excellent game. The boys are The lads are brilliant. But it's a little bit deeper than that, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Gary, he's gone out there on the park, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's played three at the back and he's. Uh, uh, and they're all like the sorts of pressing up. Uh, it's great. He's played, played a blinder. I remember in about 1996 when we all suddenly discovered what David Beckham sounded like. And we all just went, oh and my it's on account of my personality. <laughs> David Beckham, oh, they don't talk like that anymore. They uh, don't talk like that no more. Uh, Victoria, so Victoria and I are going on holiday. That's the Queen. No, it's not. It's <laughs> David Beckham. That's your Queen. I've got a Queen story later, which I've got Have for you. you? Yeah, it's just so you can do an impersonation. Okay. But I bet it sounds just like your Victoria. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> now. Yes. Bjorn Borg's 18-year-old son, Leo, has um, won in his Wimbledon debut match in the junior men's singles. 41 years to the day since Bjorn, his dad, won his last title at Wimbledon. Correct. I thought there might be something in that about fathers and sons. You said you were a bit envious of a piece that I wrote earlier this week that was actually something sort of serious and heartfelt. It was trying to be nice. No, I wasn't. I'm sorry, darling, I wasn't. Your piece was brilliant. You're literally, you're, you're doing full teenage bully today. It's really odd. You've just kind of like, you've, you've put on this kind of like, yeah. And you know, you know, angry quite school girl a lot. Walker. Quite a lot of the time living with you is like living with the older teenage mean brother I never had. It's quite weird. Um, and you're really going for it today. No, I'm not. I, I'm every as every day, I resolve to come across as a bit nicer on the podcast and talk slower and let you get a word in. And look, you're right. I'm sorry. That was me being a twat trying to make a joke. And, yeah. and, and you know, because obviously, I did really like that piece you wrote in the Times. Thank you. Uh, but you I'm and just... you wrote that piece, and it was all sort of actually about whatever it was. Fast, I can't remember what it was actually about. It was about bubbling uh, and school bubbles and what a load of shit it was, yes. and with all your strong and important political opinions that you have, which I really respect. Uh, and it was excellent. And there it was with a big picture of you 
Oh, that looks so. <laughs> you write unfair. a really serious picture. You write a really serious, excellent piece haranguing the government, saying the policies, and they show a picture of you just after you've had Sam looking yeah. at, with your it's with funny clothes on, with making a funny face, just looking boiled. I had a, and my hair so bad. There was oh my. God. It was like a photo shoot for a piece about how pregnancy is giving me a shiny nose. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then they what am I going to your... do about my giant shiny face that looks like a sweaty cheese? <laughs> and then they stick it on the end of my. And hair. I said I envied you because my pieces are all have to be oh some limericks I've discovered yeah. but there was a young queen called the queen who really was awfully mean and it's like totally pointless and then you've written us something you actually heartfelt it's true and Which then is when much you, much easier and see how when you reminded me that I'd said that on my stupid podcast I just went I was trying to be nice because that's the level I descended defensive in. In so you think I could write something actually heartfelt about Boris's son and being the son of someone Bjorn Borg's son not oh, Boris fuck it. Becker late night be- you're Borg. like this when you've had 10 I hours got sleep. France and Spain confused come on you France I yeah, shouted I... yesterday everyone looked around wow he's cheering the third team it's not as extraordinary but I thought Milan was in Spain yeah, so there you go it's been a fine okay, morning okay you could if you wanted to my write... dad was crap at tennis what's the relationship <laughs> tennis for my dad was his keep fit thing largely on the basis that the hour he played tennis was the only hour of the whole day that he didn't smoke and he played once a week and for an hour he didn't smoke and he that's what kept him going all the way to 69. Yeah. He smoked on the way there and yeah. he smoked at the end but not when he's actually playing and he was really proud of that because I think in former years he'd stopped for fag breaks during the game. What did he do on aeroplanes? Smoked. But what about when he was banned on aeroplanes? He stopped going anywhere. No, he, they, 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 they bought a house in Nice the week that it was banned on aeroplanes so they never have to go fly further than 90 minutes. Yeah. And they just about managed it. And the reason they have those announcements on planes is they say, please don't smoke in the toilets because you think, who the fuck would smoke in the toilets? Because my parents used to smoke in the toilets. <laughs> they are real, uh, they are real, um, they're real finds, your parents, both of them. Yes. Um, so, yes, if you wanted to write something about fathers and sons and following in your father's footsteps and how it seems probably seems like a good idea at the time, but actually it's a kind of a rocky road and here's why. If you wanted to do that, if you were in the mood to do that, here's an idea for you. It's, one more, it's actually a story that you gave me. Mm-hmm. about the English elephant the ah, elephants yes. raised in England going back to Kenya elephant rewilding yeah bred in captivity on one of Aspinall's is it part of Aspinall's plan to rewild everything in the a thing they're going to, they're trying to do they're going to try and re I mean everyone is there's, there's a zoo debate anyway the last couple of weeks and yeah. I love zoos but there's a zoo debate like, did you have to cough no that was, no I was a yawn but, Oh, good. Um, there, so so there's, there's a thing with, with zoos, they should be brought to an end. Zoos should sort of stop and they should get rid of elephants. They shouldn't have elephants in zoos anymore and everyone says we shouldn't have zoos. And there's an extent to which zoo people go, well, you need zoos to keep these animals because there aren't going to be any in the wild. And it's not like it was. They're not, it's not just for rolling up and looking at them. There are no, you know, you're not going to, you have to breed them in the wild. And now they've started to put animals back into the wild. They've been bred in captivity. So the first, I think the first gorillas have mated. That's right. Um, having been in captivity, mm-hmm. uh, they put them in the jungle uh, and they mated for the first time, which had given me an idea for our holiday. <laughs> that's, much, that's broadly my hope for the summer. We'll go to Corsica and miraculously mate for the first time, <laughs> having been in captivity. But I'm sure it won't work because usually it doesn't, and then you'll probably eat me. But anyway, uh, they're. Um, I think you'd be a bit tough. Uh, 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 and so these elephants, from Aspinall elephants, are going to be this whole herd, or like about, it's quite a big herd, like 12 or 15. They're going to be sent to Kenya where they're going to rewild as a herd and they say and the, the, the people are saying it sounds a bit weird but they'll get they'll have six months on a compound in kenya then they'll be allowed to roam they'll go free and they'll be they'll look after each other so they'll be together and i just thought it'd be quite funny to have like these elephants 
Yeah. Oh, hi. No, I'm Brian. We were just trying to cue for everything and complaining about the tea and the insects. Uh, do you know where I can get an English paper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, I just want to just see the football score. You're an elephant. Yeah. I'm not an elephant. Oh, is it, oh, you're turning this into a talking dog's piece? Well, what, what do you think it was going to be? Talking elephants. Well, no, this, is a, this, is a, this would be a piece about, about being, making fun of the British. Go on. Not about talking elephants. It's about the British elephants, okay? So they want to cue for everything. And they complain about the tea. And that there are too many insects, and that it's too hot. They insist on eating outside, even if it's 35 degrees. If an African elephant steps on their foot, they, they apologise. When they say they are okay at tennis, it means they played at June and Wimbledon twice. They want to know if there are any national trust properties nearby, and they're obsessed with Sunday lunch. I want to... Yes, there's Sunday lunch could work, but I, want, I would be more inclined to make it about taking the piss out of English holidaymakers. As we oh, go yes. the holiday season. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. more, uh, but it's very much, it's like, where can I get a proper cup of tea? Yeah. Um, uh, and, these, and, the, and, the, and these elephants sort of saying to ones, you know, I, I love to travel and everything, but don't get me wrong, but it's the going home that's the best bit. Well, you're not going home. Yeah. Uh, you kind of live here. Uh, and there's a sort of year off stuff. No, I had this friend who just went totally native, married a local girl. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 okay, 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 okay. So what you're saying and they have is... To get double, do they have to get double vaxxed? Have you seen the size of the PCR test spatula? On an elephant. Got their nose. Uh, <laughs> massive masks. I quite like that. That's um, Yeah. It would be me having an intro saying a herd of elephants have been, uh, being uh, a herd of English elephents are being sent to Kenya to rewild and uh, with as we all come out of lockdown and hopefully go on holiday, I thought I'd have a look at how these elephants might get on yeah. at the airport. You know. Yes. Heading off, trying to where can I get some PG tips? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who Packing their trunks. That, why, this, that's not a sea view. I don't know. Or well, not packing their trunks. It's not a whole column. Okay. That's that then. See you next season. Back if I section. see you first! You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times Radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. And by searching thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corran has no idea, you can access a special offer just for you. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.